Hey, what's up, Pablo? How you doing? I'm doing good. How about you, man? Good. Thank you. Man, finally, finally, it's about time that you're actually in this, man. I thought so too. It's about time I'm 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 in this. You nervous? Um, uh, no, not really. I mean, I I've, I've spoken public before, no. so yeah. yeah. I guess uh, be, being behind being behind the phone is different than being in front of an audience. So. Yeah, I mean, it's just like a regular phone call. So, like, uh, yeah. so, uh, for, well, you want to start off like uh, uh, introducing yourself? What's uh, so want to introduce yourself to everybody? Uh, uh, sure. Um, so my name is Pablo Mendoza, and um, I was born in Oaxaca, Mexico. Hey. Uh, I currently live in Santa Ana, California. That's right. And uh, I have a wife and two children, <laughs> and a beautiful family. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's right. And, and Great friends too. Yeah, man. And actually, like uh, we've uh, known each other for damn. How long have you been? I guess um, we we've been knowing each other for. I guess physically, you would say for yeah, seven years. And I've known you since um, elementary school. Well, not known you, but I knew that you went to my elementary school. That I went together with you, but I I, I wasn't conscious that you were there until you told me years after yeah that's right like we were actually like in a class and then all of a sudden oh like i went to this elementary school and you're like oh really i actually went to this <laughs> elementary school yeah and then uh, uh i think uh actually one day i think i did uh see you in my yearbook and uh well yeah it's apparently we've uh been like we've crossed our paths but we never actually yep. talked when we were in we were kids Yep. True. <laughs> or, or maybe, or maybe we played, but um, you know, I, I don't, I don't really remember. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Yeah, man, and it's crazy how we just like uh, we just cross paths again, you know. Yeah, it meant the universe was meant to reunite us eventually, again, and uh, it happened now. And uh, we we took a leadership class, and you know, I don't know if you remember, but. We were the last ones there. Everybody was paired up, and me and you weren't. And we're like, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna group up? And you're like, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. We were kind of like the last ones, huh? Yep. Damn. Pretty much. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Man. I, I don't know what you wanna call it, like a universe, destiny, uh, but whatever, whatever happened, you know, it's kind of like, hey, we're, we're here now. You know, we're yep. here doing this right now. And I'm so glad I met you. You know. Um, I, I, I try to compare life a little bit with connections with everything. You know, I guess that's why I rely on God or universe or, you know, whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, I, I rely on it so much that I don't question it, if that makes sense, right? So I, I put my, my, my um, basically my, my whole life into God's hands, you know, so he determines what, what's going to happen and what's not. So in this case, he meant to reunite us once again. So here we are, you know. You live here in Santa Ana for the majority of your life, or Orange County in general, um, and now you're in Texas, you know? So, I, trust me, it never went through my mind that you were going to leave in Texas. I got really sad, I'll be honest. It never crossed my mind either, but then all of a sudden, opportunities just came, and I was like, well, I'm just going to grasp opportunities just as they come, you know? And that's what I've been right. doing, you know? This podcast has actually been doing quite well, and I think this is like the fourth episode now. And uh, you know, I just I'm just grasping opportunities. I'm I'm hungry, man. I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. You definitely look hungry. I'll tell you that. You know, you have a you have a great personality. You have a great work ethic. You know, you have. I, I, you admire me, in other words. You know, making a long story short, you admire me. Yeah, Pablo. You actually. You, you took this great step of uh, making this podcast. You know, you, nobody had to come along. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure somebody had to come along and tell you, you know what, you have the potential for this. But at the end of the day, you took that initiative. Ah, uh, Pablo, come on, man. Shut up, Pablo. We're here to talk about you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay. I, th I, I thought I'd just, you know, kind of bring that up because I really do miss you. You know, like I miss us hanging out. Right. Trust me, I remember when we went running, you know, when we went to the gym. You know, when we just hang out in general, probably just have a beer, you know, when we hang out at school. Yeah, I got, I got to admit, it was a, like, uh, it was pretty good times. Uh, and every time that we would meet up, uh, it would always end up like in uh, some 
some uh, i don't know some great conversation you know it, it was always <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, always definitely. like motivational it was always like i don't know full of uh enthusiasm it's just, it's just like i don't know it's just like one of those people that you just hang out with and you feel like recharged you know it's like damn i feel good now i just <laughs> yeah you know Thank I, you. <laughs> I, yeah i feel like i want to run a mile i feel like i want to do this and that and that you know there's actually like vampires like that suck your energy and there's actually people that actually recharge you, and I think you're one of them. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Trust me, I feel the same way about you. Oh. And and like I said, that's why I miss you. You know, that's the main idea why I miss you because you would always recharge me. You know, you have positive thoughts. You're a go-getter, basically. Oh. You know? Yeah. So respect to you, Pollo. I mean, <laughs> I hope you're the best. You know, I, trust me, if whatever I need, let me know. I'll try to make make my best to make it fulfilled, you know? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a quote one of the one of my favorite movies with Rob Schneider, uh, the hot chick. He's like, gay, gay, gay. gay. I just <laughs> yeah. You know what? Actually, um, now that you mentioned that, you know that that makes me think about other stuff that I've been listening to lately. And you know how sometimes we, we identify people with, uh, we we categorize them basically, you yeah. know, and we have them all. Oh, this person is gay this person is such and such this person is this whatever oh, you know yeah. you you only you know what you categorize people in that makes you um treat them a certain way so yeah. so so eventually you it's like it's like a domino effect you knock one over the next one's gonna not be knocked over so that's why i i feel like it it, it i feel that and i've also been listening to that you know, the, 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 the most contagious thing that you have or the most contagious attribute that we have, you know, is con, con, uh, contain, um, con, uh, what is it? Um, having other people be contagious of your energy, of your, of your um, self-worth, you know, like you would always be contagious of your energy with me. So I would re- reciprocate that and I would be positive to you, you know? As a child, we grew up to be a little negative because obviously we hang out with the wrong people or people that or kids in that case you know that aren't very conscious of what's good or what's bad you know but in in in, in the in the in the way to through to us being adults we um we tend to grasp grasp more from either negativity or pessimism you know so it, it, it's just a decision that we go grabbing onto as we progress in life yeah, that's right. Well, I, I've said it before, like, uh, there's really nobody to blame. Uh, we were kind of, like, thrown out in the world like that. Uh, our parents, you know, kind of grew up with that. And, and, you know, fortunately, some parents actually uh, decided to break the barriers, right? But, you know, right. there's just a lot of uh, pessimistic and negativity in the world. So we really were just, like, thrown out in the world like that, you know? Like, you're born, you know... Hazle como quieras, levántate, and, you know, that's how, we, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's how, how we've been thrown out, yeah. We, we mature a lot by that manner, though, you know? We, we tend to have a better grasp of life when we go through tough times at an early stage. You know, I was actually thinking about that. Okay, so, like, uh, when I was uh, talking to my sisters, like, um, there's uh, many struggles, right, that uh, we that we go through right, right as as we grow up so um if you could pass that on to the younger generations that'll be great but in my in my head i was just like well if it weren't for those struggles and i'm kind of scratching my head right now if it weren't for those struggles you know it wouldn't form the 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 the, the, the me who i am right now you know right well if, if, if i would have never uh, like for example if i would have never fallen off my bike and romperme los hocico you know, it's like, yeah, definitely. You know, it's like I would, I would have learned that I, sh- I shit, I need to tighten that tire really well before doing wheelies, right? Right. Yeah. So it actually happened, man. I did a wheelie and then all of a sudden, bam! From <laughs> you fell, boom. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because I have a good friend that I just made right now who has a similar story, just like yours. He, um, he was coming from home. He, he, he bikes it from home to work. And uh, one morning it was raining. And I guess there was a sharp turn back where he back where he lives. So he was trying to make that tight turn on a rainy day on his bike. So you could imagine what happened. He slipped and fell, right? Oh, shit. Yeah. So 
so he showed up to work with the big bruise on the side of his leg and he was so disappointed you know he was like man look i i got bruised up you know and i told him you know I, honestly i told him it just depends on how you see the situation at this moment you know you're gonna be laughing at about it about it tomorrow next week or maybe next month who knows next year um but yeah at the end of the day it's, it's the it's the way that, that you perceive certain incidents that happen to you yeah, that's right. I mean, I'm laughing about it right now. I'm, I'm sorry for your friend, but uh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Even even fights that we get into with maybe a friend or a relative, you know, uh, either, either I don't know if you, people gotten this far, but either it's either a physical fight or I, I know people have gone this far. It's a, more of a verbal fight. So a physical fight, is, is, it's, you know, it's like it has damages that we can repair. Obviously, you punch somebody. You know, you physically touch them. You don't. You don't even touch a woman. So, what makes you, you know, want to touch another person in general? Um, I just think we're all human beings, and we all feel pain. You know, you cut somebody, he's gonna feel pain, regardless of whether he hides it or not. So, physical pain, also emotional pain. You know, emotional pain. I mean, we've all gotten our heart broken, and if you haven't, congratulations. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've all gotten our heart broken, you know. We've all gotten mad maybe at a parent, at a friend. We got into verbal fights, which damage our emotions. And it's actually, like you said, like, man, uh, like, you're going to be laughing about it, and which is kind of true, you know. It's like, man, um, I'm, I'm laughing about something that happened years ago, you know. It's like, at the moment, at, at the moment, I was feeling it. And so, I don't know. Right. Like, I think I think it is actually important to live the moment, too, you know. To uh-huh. actually, uh, if you're if you're pissed off at that person, well, I mean, yeah, you're pissed off, but like you just said, how are you gonna react to it? How are you gonna take right. it? You know, you right. know, be present in that moment. And I know that's basically what I, I'm understanding right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, right now, um, I'm going to share. You know, I, I'm pretty sure you you've known about this because I've spoke to you about this. But you know, like this podcast is called "What Is Your Problem?" You know, um. I guess a problem is just also distinguished on how you perceive it, right? So my problem at this moment, I guess, it would be me having a lot on my plate, more than I could chew sometimes, you know, and putting it on my schedule and trying to stay on top of it. Sometimes I forget about putting things on my schedule and I'm like, oh, shoot, oh, I forgot to do that, you know? And um, I think that's what catches onto it sometimes, you know? It's the lifestyle we carry sometimes. We want to do everything on point. You know, within your schedule, and if it goes out of your schedule, we get moody, and then yeah, we get grumpy, basically. Yeah, yeah, we get pissed off at like uh, we had planned this out, but then all of a sudden something else happened, and it, <laughs> and it just fucks up yeah. your schedule. It's like, yeah, man, it won't, if it weren't for you, I, I man, I would have been on time, <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, but we, remember, we can't blame anybody either. It's it's like. I don't know if you've seen those those posts out there that say, you know, if you get in there late, why can't you wake up a little bit earlier? I mean, sometimes there's things we don't have the control of, like traffic. You know, there could be an accident. You know, but if the majority of the time we're conscious that we're late because we woke up late, you know, it, 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 it's just you're, you're wasting energy there into being mad instead of just recognizing that it's your fault and laying off the problem. Yeah, that's right. I mean, eventually, yeah, it is your fault. And like you said, there are things out of your control. Like, what if there's a traffic on the 405? And like, really, you can't control that, you know? But what you can do is actually, like you said, wake up early. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, man. That's yeah. true. That's so true. You, you know what? Actually, something similar happened. Uh, but fortunately, I, I, I was on time. But I, I was just like overthinking, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like... um. I, I gotta get home. Well, once I got off work, I was like, man, I gotta get home. I gotta, you know, like, uh, fix uh, a light bulb on my sister's car, you know. So I gotta bring mm-hmm. some tools, you know, to open down, open open the bumper, you know, because it's, it's like, an, it's a fog light, so I have to, like, jack up the car, uh, you know, disassemble it a little bit, and, you know, just, uh, you know, go from there, right? So, right. so then I, I get off at work, and I'm just like, you know, I, in traffic, and I'm just thinking, like, man, I hope I get on time. I hope I get on time, you know? Because cause, uh, yeah. it kind of threw me off. And it did kind of threw me off that you said today, oh, let's do the podcast. I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, shit, for real? Are you for real? And I got excited, but at the same time, I was like, man, I got to do this, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so, yeah, so I'm, I 
it, it happened, yeah. and you're right. And but the the, and I I want to share this. Like, I actually uh I actually did finish on time, and mm-hmm. what you and then you I texted you and I was like, oh, so you want to do it at this time and that time? Luckily, you said 10 p.m. and I was like, that's perfect. That's perfect. That that way I could do all the things I need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean time management as you get older, and I want to bring up bring up one of your your, your past podcasts here uh-huh. that you know when Monday was sharing, you know sometimes you're adulting and yeah. time just goes by <laughs> really uh-huh. fast. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, by the way, you had so so many great podcasts, Boyo. I really listened to all of them. I love uh, what your sister Maria shared. I like what Monday shared, um, and your initiative podcast. Uh, I think there was one before that. I can't remember exactly what it's about, but trust me, I've listened to it. Ah, uh, thanks, man. You know, that that actually means a lot. And it's actually like, at the beginning, it was like, well, let's see if it works. And I'm like, oh, damn, you know, I got to listen to this now. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what's going to happen until you try, right? That's right, yeah. You, you, you were so right. Man, damn. That's... Yeah, but I like I like being here. I like having this conversation with you because our conversation could last forever, you know? We keep on talking about things that we connect on. And that, that's, that's another thing that, you know, I've, I've been uh, listening to podcast, podcasts about is that, you know, we got to, our, our love for people have to be genuine. You know, we can't um, pretend to love people without actually loving them. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. 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 So like you're saying like, uh... yeah, so, okay. A lot of people want change in the world, right? A lot of people want, oh, I want to change this. Oh, my God, I wish the world was this way. But then we don't look at ourselves. You know, who who are we? Who are we in, gen- in, in, in general, you know? Like, what? how do you identify yourself as? You know, you're over here categorizing other people, like we just said before. Yeah. But where do you categorize yourself? Ooh, ooh, yeah. No, no, and that's tougher. That's actually tougher because we're going back to labeling, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So then... You go back to that, and then you you tell yourself, okay, what is my worth? You know, then is there really a worth within a, a human being? Like I said earlier, you know, we all have pain. You know, we all go through different sorts of emotions. Mm-hmm. So, what makes us different? Okay, our physical, our out, our outer person. Okay, that makes us different. You know, but we're all we all have pain. We all have the same emotions. And overall, you know, it, nothing makes it any different. So that, and making a long story short, you know, it's like we should love people for who they are because we are no different than they are. But I mean, here's a here's a um, the controversy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's quite difficult to actually genuinely uh, genuinely love somebody when mm-hmm. do you actually love yourself? Do you know how to love yourself? So, it's like we we were taught love by our mother, mainly our mother, mm-hmm. uh, you know. But you know, it's like uh, I don't know. There's just been so many uh, barriers out there that has actually avoided to say, "Hey, man, like, man to man, hey, man, I love you." You know mm-hmm. why? Mm-hmm. Why? Because that that's going back to the same thing, labeling. Oh, you love me? That's gay, man. That's pretty gay. I don't know. Stay me, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that was elementary school kind of stuff, you know? You gotta love people. I don't mean, like, love and homosexuality or oh, no, anything attracted to his, to, his phys- to his physical. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about his personality, you know? Um, the way he treats you, the way he treats others, too. So, you know, the way the, the way that, you know, it's, it, hey, hey, boy, how are you today? You know, he has the dignity of maybe shaking somebody else's hand. You know, it's, it's those small actions that kind of make our character does that make sense yeah no it makes total sense like it's like you know if i was to say hey somebody like to somebody that i find attractive i'm not gonna say i love you i'm gonna say hey you're attractive or hey you have a nice ass you know like (laughs) i have told uh one of the guys at the shop where he used to work at and Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard not to see but man when he's walking it's like what the fuck, man? You got, like, buns in there or something? Like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah. And I literally, <laughs> genu- I have genuinely told him, man, you have a nice ass. Yeah. You definitely have yeah. a nice ass. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but, I mean, you don't consider yourself gay because you said that. No, you? not really. I mean, I'm just saying the truth, you know? Okay, yeah. That, <laughs> that's totally honest, you know? That's, that, see, that's, that's a different perspective. That's a total, I mean, in my perspective, that's 
totally right. I mean, hey, congratulations, bro. You know, you got good loot. You know? Right. right. Now, if you want to <laughs> smash, you know, that's another story, yeah, you know? Like, exactly. but, but we're talking about genu genuinely saying, and I love you to a person that you actually care, you know, that you actually right. care for. Because actually, I think uh, I love you is a little bit, it's like a, like a strong word, right? You know, that, that's what I think. Yeah. It could be. I mean, it depends, like I said, on how much you're willing to accept the person for who they are with their flaws, with the things that you like, you know, it just uh, having, I guess, in your perspective, he's going to have 75% of this and 25% of that or 25% of this, 75% of that. Does that make sense? So, oh, yeah. 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 And it's respectful it's respectful that people have that perspective you know because like i said we're supposed to love each other for everybody and not categorize each other you know he's gay i mean i have like three gay gay friends mm -hmm. you know i have like uh maybe like three uh lesbian friends you know yeah i, I have uh i mean people that say they're straight who knows if they're straight too you know so regardless of where they belong they still good people you know sometimes they're genuinely help, helping you out you know sometimes yeah, uh, yeah you know hmm? it's like yeah like we should actually see people actually like like uh our teachers too and that's something you taught to you actually taught me it's like uh man what is this person actually teaching you rather than actually like um treating them like the label you put them you know mm -hmm. you know it's yeah. so different it's so different you know yeah, and, and I mean, right here, I don't see it very much of the discrimination within Latinos because obviously there's more Latinos in Southern California. Well, I don't think there's more, but I mean, the most the most people that you see here is Latinos. Um, you know, you go you go to certain areas, then you see more Asians, more white people, more black people, and stuff like that. But here in Orange County, I would consider I would, I mean, my opinion, I don't know the statistics, but I would say like seventy five percent Hispanic. There's a lot of Hispanics. Yeah, yeah. A shitload. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you don't get a lot of discrimination here, but you go to other areas and they see that, I mean, in my case, you know, I'm short, I'm dark, you know, I look like a total Mexican. I just need my mustache. I just need my mustache. So, col col color, color carton, dice mi hermano. <laughs> Literally, though. So, that's uh, like you know people white communities black communities asian communities and you know they're like okay he's definitely not for me <laughs> you know it's just like okay you know like but once they see you like speak you know it's like okay he speaks english so we're we're good yeah no, <laughs> but that's sometimes right. when they don't see you speak english and you speak only spanish they're very very discriminative right Right, no, mm -hmm. and, and actually, and, and sometimes it's actually awkward if you actually approach uh, another, another another Latino, another Mexican, like, he, they have all the factions, you know, everything, brown skin and all, and then you actually want to talk to them in Spanish, but they don't <laughs> understand Spanish. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, oh, oh, okay, I'm sorry, you know, like, I came up to you thinking you're this, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, like, we, we said initially, respects to them, you know, everybody's free of feeling what they want to feel, and... You know, I just, I just see it because my wife doesn't speak Spanish. I mean, doesn't speak English. Mm -hmm. You know, I speak English and in, in Spanish. Yeah. So, you know, I translate to her whatever whatever she needs translation in. Sometimes we get Spanish-speaking um, representatives, and, you know, she understands everything. But, yeah, it, it, I see it very, very much right now that my wife doesn't speak very much uh, English. I, I, really, I really didn't know that. I, I thought she spoke uh, English, like, very well. No. She's learning right now, but yeah, she doesn't speak very much English. You know, she knows how to defend, I guess, defenderse, como dicen en español. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, yeah, so, you know, she knows how to respond, like, basic words, yes, no, thank you, hello, bye. Um, yeah, stuff like that, but, you know, she doesn't know 100% how to communicate to a point where, you know, she has no issues. Right now, she, she still has little bumps on the road, but, yeah, she's learning, though. You know, the funny thing is actually like when I actually came back from, from Mexico, I had to kind of like relearn English, you know, mm -hmm. and then like uh, years later, then after that, I actually, you know, got the whole, my, my whole English, you know, ahorita está poco mucho, más o menos, mm -hmm. but then I came back to Mexico, like for vacations is like, 
oh shit, I kind of forgot how to Spanish now. Damn. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I understand. That, that happened to me the first time I went to Mexico. So I, I, I came to the States in 1995. Yeah, I was born in 1991, so I was four years old. So I came to the States in 1995, and I left to Mexico when I was 10 in the year 2000, or 2001. Yeah, so I left to Mexico for, I would say, six months. I went to Scooter for those six months, and I learned a little bit of Spanish. I also learned how teachers treat you over there. <laughs> oh, you, 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 you actually lived the whole, like, uh, the whole spanking and the whole, like, yeah. a, a la pared, manos yeah. en la pared. Yeah, mouth on the pared, you know, when you slap your hands with the ruler, yeah. when they pull the, your sideburns, man, that would hurt the most. Yeah, but, you know, for, but, people, for people that actually don't know, it's like, it, it happened, man. It happened. <laughs> yeah, and it was always, to the, da- to the fathers and the mothers, it was the best teacher. <laughs> uh, yeah, right, man. Yeah. It was like yeah. freaking WrestleMania in the classrooms, you know? <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Teacher versus yeah. versus uh, the class, the, the other other class and all that shit. Damn. Right? Yeah, and I was there for six months, came back, and then, whoa, it all began that I went back, and I didn't know very much Spanish. You know, I know a lot of English, but <laughs> I know very much Spanish, so it was hard for me to communicate. And then when I came back, I learned more Spanish, and I forgot the English a little bit, so my English was... Uh, was uh, uh, mocho? Yeah, mocho. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna use that word. Mocho, mocho means cut for people that don't know, like, that they're listening, you know? Yeah, so I didn't know how to talk very much English, so I had to learn the, relearn the English. And, yeah, eventually, uh, this is where I stand right now. I haven't gone to Mexico since three years. The last time I went was actually, I went for six months, too. Ooh, but I was a little, bo- a little bit more grown. And I just went there for six months just to spend some time with my brother that was uh, uh, had recently left to Mexico a year prior. So I was there with him for a little bit. And then I came back. And then when I came back, yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I've, been, I've been from job to job just because I moved so much. No, same here, man. Same here. I've been moving so much uh, these past years. Man, I'm just like, man, I, wa- I want to just stay in one place, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so now you're gonna don't stay in Texas, boy. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't stay in Texas. Yeah, I was gonna say let's move back to Cali, bro. You got I oh, know you got a beach over there too, huh? Well, Never mind. I mean, I, I hear the beaches they're they're nice, you know, but like a lot of people like say the Cali beaches are better. I'm like, well, you know, if you go to Southern California, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. but like I, I don't know, man. Like going back to Cali, you know how expensive it got. Um, Heck yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't know, man. It's it's just a whole different whole different story. But man, we're here to talk about you, not about me. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, but man. yeah, here in, here in Cali, it's pretty good. I mean, I, I'm I've been living here all my life. Yes, I moved. I lived here in um, Orange County uh, from the time of 2020, uh, 2001 up to 2013, and then from there I went to Riverside County. Oh, yeah, you were in Riverside. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I lived in Riverside for seven years, and then I moved back here to Orange County. And um, and, and the Riverside, uh, th- that was like the Desmadre stage, right? <laughs> Desmadre, I guess, you, yeah, you would call it. That was my high school stage, yeah. Yeah. That, that, I was having fun with my friends there. Um, that's the years that I started driving. I'm class of 09. Class of 09, oh, uh, shit. Yeah. Reckless power. So, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it, I mean, I, I, it, 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 I had my first, my first li- literal girlfriend there in high school. You know, que a ti el amor platónico, we like to say in Spanish, or platonic love. Yeah, platonic love, yeah. Yeah, so you have that, where I had it at my elementary school. So then after that, um, went, went to high, uh, middle school, that's where I had my other platonic love. And then in, in high school, that's when I actually had my real love. Oh, yeah, and yeah, you did. I, I felt... Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, you did tell me. Uh-huh. What were you going to say? Uh, I mean, I, I would consider it my real love. Why? Because, you know, I actually, she actually got to meet my family. She was very involved with my family. 
And the other ones more were more of a on the lay low kind of side. You know, I'm gonna go see my friend. I'll be right back. You know, you actually go see your girlfriend. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. This one I had in high school was the one that actually met my family, introduced her to, to, to all of my brothers, my mom, my dad. At that time, my mom was still alive. She passed in 2008. Yeah, 2008, December the 28th, to be exact. Um, she she passed, She passed, and, you know, she went to a better place. Uh, and now it's 12 years, what? Yeah, about 12, no, 13 years later, and she passed. So, I mean, right now... All I, all I have from her are her values that I grew up with when I was a child. Um, you know, the, peop- the, 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 the person that she was and the image. I still have the image of her in my head. You know, sometimes I have dreams of her too, which, which are pretty cool because they're very interactive. They feel, obviously, dreams feel, dreams feel very real. But in my dream, I feel like I could actually tell her what I want to tell her. Right. <laughs> Right, you have those dreams too. What the hell? Some, yeah. Sometimes I actually have those those weird. Uh, yep. How do you call it? Like uh, uh, astral dreams, you know, like where your actual your actual body leaves your 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 mind and body. You know, it's they separate and it just just it's just your soul, but you're actually interacting with the dead. So it's like, you know, that's crazy, man. It that's, is crazy. Damn. And you. I'm. I'm uh huh. Uh huh. No, yeah. What was that? Oh, I was going to say, I actually had, like, my weirdest dream I had with her. Like, not my weirdest, but my most realistic dream I had with her uh-huh. is that when I was a child, she would she would like to, well, I would like her to scratch my back, right? So I could fall asleep. <laughs> so this one time, she was scratching my back, and I was like, this ain't real. This is not happening right now. And then she's like, yes, baby, it's happening, you know? And then I started crying. I woke up crying. I was like, <laughs> Damn. I was, I was tripping. I was like, "What the heck? That was so, so real. Like, like her touch was real. Like she was there." And you it, felt it. Was, it. I felt it. Yeah, I, 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 I haven't had a dream like that. I mean, it's a conversation just between me and her, but I haven't had a physical like where she touches me since then. Damn. Yeah, it, it was, it was another level. Man, no, that's crazy. Yeah, it's funny. Like uh, right now, we just, uh, you know. We're kind of going off topic, but it's okay. I'm actually like, uh, like, entertain, man. Like, that actually happened to you. But we were actually talking about like, um, how you have too many things, too many things on your plate, and then how we like, and and all the labeling. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh shit, damn, we already went went off topic. What the fuck? Yeah. You know? Well. It all started off with what my problem was. And my, yeah. and like I said, as you could consider it, you could, we could consider it as a problem, I guess, you know, because um, my dad is sick at this moment and um, he's been in and out of the hospital. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's not in very good health conditions, I guess you would say. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I feel like I, I carry on that responsibility. Don't, I wouldn't consider it a burden because that's what other people would call it you know i mean that's what i've heard people call it upon myself too and they tell me oh don't you feel like it's like a burden i'm like no it's not a burden you know i'm happy to help him out with whatever he needs you know because hopefully you know let's put god first you know hopefully my my, my child would do the same for me in the future right. you know right. yeah and that could be held down i guess as a uh, expectation that might not come but I feel like I've also prepared my, well, I'm preparing myself just in case it doesn't happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah so I, I, I love my children, you know, and, and, and they're everything to me, but I also don't want to um, distract them from whatever they have planned. If they want to do it from the bottom of their heart, so, so be it, you know? But if not, then, you know, so, so, so be it too, you know? I guess when you get to a certain age and you have children, you start to think of these kind of things because you see your your father or your mother go through it, mm-hmm. you know? So then you start thinking about yourself and you start thinking about what you could do better to improve your life. Mm-hmm. So that's what my problem is right now. My problem is that I, I, I don't, I, I'm biting more than I could chew, but I'm also not, I don't think I'm in control of that. So, so how do you think you're not in control of that? Like, uh, I, I don't know, like, because you just said there are things that you can control, but at the same time, there aren't, you know? So, like, how do you think you could control that? 
Well, I can't. Oh, <laughs> you just said it right now. Yeah, there's yeah. things you can't control. Yeah. And you see, I'm biting more than I could chew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I can't control it. You know, like, I'm, I, I have to try, you know, but this is all, we're going to go back to the beginning. And this is also making me a stronger person too, you know. So tomorrow is going to be a better day than today, you know. Always, yeah. So my dad, thank God, he, he's going back to his normal self. You know, with medication and all that stuff, we just got to stay on top of his medication. And it's, it's got to be consistent. So as long as he takes his medication on time, um, with food that he needs to be eating, and, um, you know, getting the right amount of emotional um, energy, positive energy that he needs, because this is another thing that the doctor told me, you know. He asked me if um, there are any problems at our home, if, you know, if there are any sick people at our home, if any of us are feeling um, depressed at our home. And I told him, I don't think so. I mean, as far as I know, I'm not feeling depressed. You know, sometimes I feel stressed, which is different, but not depressed. Stress, I guess it would be momentarily, right? You're going through the stress. And like I said earlier, you're you're in charge of that. So if you're willing to get overstressed, that's really on you. But okay, it happens. At the time you're going amongst the problem, you're getting stressed, right? Because obviously all those... I don't know what chemicals go through your brain and all those uh, thoughts go through your brain that things to go bad. That's why you feel stressed. But eventually we're going to end up laughing at it. And you're like, Haha, I was feeling stressed at that time. Yeah. And those are things that if you could, you can control, like, you know, like as mm-hmm. long as, like, as long as you recognize it, as long as you're living the moments, living the present, um, you know, you're always going to be like, you control those things. And then mm-hmm. okay. how you're re- going to react to it. Like we said, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, I, that that's the question to my answer or your answer is yeah. that yeah, we I guess we do have the control to it in in the, in that matter. Yeah, that's or, that's very true. And for that matter, like you actually can control what you put on your plate. True. You know. True. Because mm-hmm. it's like, for example, okay, um, a lot of people could say, well. L- just uh take your dad to like a like a home care like uh, for elderly people <laughs> yeah they told but, me that too but like th- that's really your choice and yeah. sure it could take one thing off your plate but it's really not a burden like you said right you know it's really not and you're actually you you're actually showing yourself that you can control this you can control the situation and by not making it a burden Automatically, when you don't call it a burden, that's when you say, well, it's not really a problem, and I can handle right. it, you know? But when you actually call a thing a burden, that's when you know that you got to let go of that thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's crazy. That, that's that's something I just realized right now. Definitely. I definitely. I just realized that with you right now. Ooh, damn. Mind-blowing. Remember when you see that? Yeah. With your head exploding? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My yeah, definitely. Uh, that's funny. That just, made, that just made me right now think about, yeah, it, it, it shouldn't be considered a burden regardless, like I said earlier. Right now, I could hug my dad, and it's the best feeling ever. Trust me. I, I could hug him. I could tell him I love him. I could tell him, you know, that I really care for him. And, and, and that's going to give me peace in the future. I know it is. That, that, that's actually great and you know what the best thing is right now is that like it actually occurred to my mind uh what if what if uh, you know your kids actually listen to this podcast in the future mm, i heard that earlier <laughs> i heard that we're making uh what is it uh legacy right now is that it well uh, yeah in a, in a way we are you know yeah that's true that's very true because i, I also heard that in another podcast you know everything we're leaving on on recorded you know, you're leaving history there. I mean, eventually somebody's going to hear it. <laughs> I just remember what you told me earlier on the phone. It's like uh, about Monday, that the podcast we were having, about how I said that he he's seen my dick. And then I'm just thinking, man, that's my grandpa. Yeah, you know, he showed, he, he was just showing his dick everywhere, you know. It's like here, dick here, dick there, you know. My, that, that's my grandpa right there. That's, yeah. That was my great grandpa, you know. But I hope my kids do remember me for... Or like my my kids and my grandkids, I hope they do remember me for my accomplishments, not just for just showing my dick all nilly willy. 
mean, they are going to have a different level of consciousness, you know, just like, um, you know, you guys were talking about earlier on the podcast that, you know, it, 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 once you break that ice with your friend, you know, it's, you guys are free to do whatever you want. You know, it's like, dude, let's go skinny dipping. You know, you guys go skinny dipping without embarrassment. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, it, it, it's so sweet. I think it's sweet. Right? Don't take it as gay. I mean, it's, you see it gay, then yeah, I mean, that, I'm just pointing that out there because a lot of people see that, you know, but I just feel like, you know, girls see other girls naked, right. you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. No, actually, the no. thing, the thing I actually kind of like want to um, leave with this is that um, breaking barriers, you know, uh, right. t- taking the labels off, uh, mm-hmm. and by and by kind of well, I I don't think this was the best example, but what I'm trying to show is like, um, you know, uh, stop being afraid of of and and closing yourself, you know, uh, right. you know, we're all human beings. And, uh, it, you know, s- instead of making, um, what's it called, barriers, make bridges, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's why I'm kind of, like, uh, trying to, like, instill in, in everybody. Like, uh, you know, yeah, he's got a dick. Yeah, she's got boobs. So what, you know? I'm trying to, like, connect people at the most human level as possible. You mm-hmm. know? Like, right. yeah, like you were saying, I got gay friends, I got lesbian friends. Who cares? Right. You know? Yeah, it, it, earlier, too, I was listening to um, one of my friends speak, and he was sharing how, he, he you know, he, he, he gets judged, I guess, for being so big and muscular and walking around. Oh, really? You know, and, yeah, and, you know, girls want to go up and touch him, and he was giving this whole fit about, you know, um, about people having that respect not to go up and touch him, or, I you know, like, people... Um, Stop being judge, judging other people that you know. Hey, he wants to see my. They want to see my muscle. That's why I'm being jacked. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes, you know, it's like a career for them. So that's why they do it. You know, it they is. like doing it. So then um, he put a, uh, women as an example too. He's like, it's like it's like women having you know big ass boobs, but that's maybe what makes her feel sexy. Doesn't mean that you know she wants you to go up and touch them. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or, yeah. So it doesn't have a sign in it. Right. So. I definitely agree with him, and he, 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 I listen to what he has to say because I feel like he has a lot of logic to, to what he has to share, and, you know, it's like, you get to choose who you want to be, and you get the responsibility of, 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 um, of having people judge you, you know, hey, hey he's that way, or he, hey, he's that way, you know, only, if you want to, obviously, if you want to change things, we have to stop being that person, you know, I, I, I feel like we have to stop being that person. Like, hey, you know what? Um, I respect you. You know, you have big muscles, you know, and then, hey, may I touch or something? I know women don't like their hair touch. I know that's a fact. One day I touched my my um, my uh, uh, cousin's um, hair. And she's like, don't touch my hair. I'm like, oops. Uh, sorry, it just looks so soft. You know, it looks nice. She's like, yeah, girls don't like their hair touch. I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. Now I know. Okay, yeah, you're right. Well, maybe you should ask for permission first. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, some people, and, uh, some people don't like being touched. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, like I said, I thank God I learned that with my niece because she's like, don't touch my hair. I'm like, whoa, okay, sorry. But yeah, yeah that's what he was sharing too. You know, people go up and touch him, and um, women have these big boobs and so on, like I just mentioned. But yeah, it's, it's, it's like they do whatever makes them feel good you know yeah that's they right. were they yeah. were nice tight shorts or a tank top and you know they want to show the the juiciness you would say the juiciness <laughs> and yeah. you're like woman if you want to do that fine with me you know keep on doing yeah. it you know yeah. I'm, I'm just here to watch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just here to watch i mean with much new respect to my wife i obviously don't do it because i'm married i mean i try not to do it obviously but i mean e- women do it yeah. Women do it with 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 their with with their wife too. I mean, I and sometimes mean, come on, you have you have big boobs like they're like, I've seen these women with some really huge boobs, and I'm like, okay, you know, like my girl's like, what are you staring at? I'm like, why would they get them that big? You know, <laughs> like you're not you're not staring at them for that reason. I'm like, no, for real, I am. Like, you know, that's that's a little too big. And, and then she's like, no. Nah. And then she got implants or whatever. And then she's like, you're looking at her ass too. I'm like, whoa. They don't look real either. Look at her legs. 
I mean, yeah, you know, it's kind of like, ah, shit, I know you have a wife, and I know you love her a lot, but sometimes it's like, if your eye catches the attention, you know, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're like, what the heck? Yeah. I mean, come on, I've I've, I've told her, hey, you're checking out that guy, and I was like, what's that guapo? I'm like, okay, cool. (laughs) Good thing you're with me, not with him. Right. I mean, I make it as a joke, you know, it's like. That transparency with your with your husband and wife, I don't yeah. think there should be. Because honestly, if, if you take it to a next level where it's a toxic relationship, I understand that there's respect within the relationship. But you know, if, if it's toxic to the point where like she like lets go of your hand, hey, stop holding my hand, there. You're gonna go with that bitch, you know? Sorry, I, I didn't mean to say that word, but yeah, you're gonna go with that chick, you know? I don't want I don't want you like uh, being with me if you're gonna be checking out other girls. I mean, I think that's my opinion. That's taking it to a toxic level. You know, because regardless, you know, women are going to be like, oh, está guapo, okay? Well, where do I fall? <laughs> you know, or está sexy or whatever. My, I mean, Michael and I have that transparency within a relationship. I think that's what makes it very healthy. Well, that's, that's actually great. And, you know, and like you're saying, like, um, you know, she says, oh, like, yeah, he's cute, whatever. And it's also on how you take it, too. That's how that's how toxic relationships are made, or if they're not, you know, just like, yeah. well, yeah, he's cute, but you still love and, me, right? <laughs> you know, and, and also past incidents too within the relationship. If in the relationship you have you caught him cheating or you caught her cheating, you know, oh, it's yeah. obviously gonna lift them. On, yeah, it's gonna lift uh, like something within there. You know, it's not gonna be a very healthy relationship if they've obviously cheated. You know, and they 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 they, they can't stand each other looking at other people it, 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 i mean that's just the logic in it you know i me my girl we've been together we're going on four years and uh we we've been we trust me it's always a bumpy road but sometimes it's a bumpy road just because oh um look why are we on time here you know oh really you're, you're wearing that i'm like ah oh, come on what, what should i be wearing then <laughs> you know like those little things you know those are different i mean I just think those are a different level kind of things. They're not worth fighting over. Later on, you know, it's like, oh, hey, you know what? I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry, too, because, say, I said this. You know, and then there, you make a congruency between both of you, and you guys are good. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And in the end, y'all just laugh about it, you know? It's just like, oh, man, like, look look, what, look at what we're fighting you know, for, you know? It's like... <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, my gosh. That's great. Sometimes it's funny because uh-huh. we, we, we bring it up later and then we're like, remember? And she's like, stop! <laughs> stop! Stop bugging me! And, and those, uh, you know, like you, you decided to make them bridges instead of barriers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah. yeah I, I, I mean, I've had bad relationships in the past. And also, it's not... It's not more, it's not, I wouldn't say it's the women, I would say it's both of us, you know, we've all had things to work on, things to, um, that we have to obviously cure within us, and I've seen it within all my relationships too, I, I've seen how, uh, what my fault is, or maybe I haven't even seen it, maybe they only saw it, you know, and then I see what, uh, what, what their flaw is, and I'm just like, oh no, she doesn't have this, she doesn't have that, you know, and it's it's the things that we can't see at the moment. You know, it's the things that you have to take your time to know. And I, I just see it that way because because me and my girl, we are like, okay, I'm going to contradict myself here. Me and my girl, we didn't get to know each other very much. But we knew that us coping with each other more often was going to be better because we were getting the same information at that. Yeah, that makes sense. So we were, we're, I was forwarding her some audiobooks. I was telling her, listen to this, listen to that. You know, so we cope in that kind of um, environment where we try to obtain the same information so we don't have to listen to the outside uh, outside world kind of in a way. That's great. Uh, uh, and it's not yeah. like you're changing her, you know? Mm-hmm. You're actually showing her like, hey, this new information, like let's, like you said, let's let's cope with this information. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, can 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 we promote on this on, on this podcast? <laughs> promote what? Oh yeah, you, I mean, you, you can promote yeah. anything you want, like you know. Well, I mean, for I I guess self improvement audios, 
just like you know good good information out there and you mentioned it earlier you know ralph smart is one of them he was one of my first uh individuals that i used to listen to well i still listen to yeah. and i listened to uh simon sinek mm-hmm. patrick Beth david i listened to um jordan de peterson i listened to uh um some politics too i like you know to get some politics I listen to, uh, yeah, like I said, Patrick B. David. I like to listen to um, some, what's this guy's name? Uh, ben, ben Shapiro. You know, they give some good information, you know, and, and, and it, it, for me, it, it just builds your character. Uh, some Tom Bailey, too. Um, actually, one of the, one of the, <laughs> uh, your, your, uh, your friend Monday reminded me about this uh, podcast, you know, Breakups and Relationships. It would, that would, that would get me through my breakup. Um, a year, uh, um, what is it like, uh, five years ago where I, um, broke up with my girl and I was listening to that podcast and he would give very good advice because obviously like, like your, uh, friend Monday said, you know, you're supposed to do the no contact rule. So you shouldn't be contacting your ex at all <laughs> because that doesn't, that's not, that's not very healthy for you or for her. It's actually painful. Yeah, because like he said, you stay on top of her stuff. You try to keep up with her. You try to do this and that. So it's not very healthy. It's not mentally healthy for anybody. And that's just something that I brought up right now because I was listening to. I was bringing up the podcast. But yeah, I've been listening to. Oh, also the School of Greatness by Lewis Howes. That's one of my favorites. Hey, you're um, like a whole library right now, man. Yeah, I'm thinking about it right now. As I go, I'm just I'm just picturing my my library. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jay Shetty too. I like listening to a lot of Jay Shetty. Um, what's his name? Um, so I'm, uh, uh, he's the uh, he's the author of Quick Brain. Hold on, let me check. Uh-huh. Yeah, his name is um. Oh, Jim Quick. Pretty Jim good too. Okay, cool. Yeah, Jim Quick. Some. Uh, some John Maxwell. John Maxwell, I started listening to. Right now, I haven't listened to him as much. I've been falling behind on my my podcast. Right now, I've just been listening to uh, Patrick Beth David and um, Lewis Hose. Lewis Ho? Hose. H O W E S. Oh, okay. Hose. Hose. Okay. Hose. Yeah, I thought you said Hose. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> no. Yeah, he, he has very good. Um, uh, um, leadership podcast and, and entrepreneurship as well um he, he, he's great i mean other than that i've been reading a few books uh the magic of thinking break uh magic of thinking big some spanish books too well, yeah i wouldn't say spanish books right now they're they're mostly mostly spanish books i've been trying to improve my spanish a little bit too um yeah so yeah i i mean uh-huh. So, so from what this, what everything sounds, and like from all the time that I've known you, um, you've actually like decided to take uh, this, um, this choice, right? Because uh, like right now you're just like a whole library of um, successful books, you know, like entrepreneurship and uh, motivational, right? So like a, a lot of people really like they don't really take that in consideration. They just decide this. They choose to actually just stay in the room, be conformist, and actually just uh, uh, complain, you know. But you actually chose, you, you know, you actually took that decision. And, like, my question to you is, like, what made you take that decision? What what actually pushed you, you know? What, you turned, know, what turned that desmadroso Pablo into the Pablo that <laughs> is today? You know, it, it, it all started, well, I'm, I'm going to say this. I heard it earlier today, you know, it's like, we, we have... A whole variety of, of, of teachers online, which are YouTube podcasts, and um, we 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 decide who to choose that can teach us what we want to do. You know, we have that option of choosing. So, thanks to the internet, we have the decision of choosing who we want our teachers to be. So, saying that, you know, earlier today, I was listening to a podcast that said. You know, like, we have all this information out there. We're just sometimes so lazy to look for it. 
you know, we, I mean, no offense to anybody listening to this. Um, I mean, kudos to you if that's making you successful, that's making, you know, but, you know, we listen to the wrong information within our ears, you know, within our friends. So that makes us make the wrong decisions amongst, along the way. Um, I decided to start my journey when I listened to Ralph Smart. <laughs> That's why I was laughing earlier. Yeah, Ralph Smart started my journey. And uh, because of the way he speaks, because of what he, he shares, the value he brings, I, I, I follow him and I watch his stuff, you know, because he's so peaceful. He's so peaceful. And I feel like all his information is very deep. That's why it's called deep waters, infinite water, sorry. Yeah, Infinite Waters, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and he's very contagious, you know. Even though it's a YouTube video, he actually managed to, um, you know, bring out that energy, you know. I don't know how he does mm -hmm. it, but you see him and it's like, right. wow, I, I feel great now, you know. like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And that's what started my journey. Little by little, I started watching more YouTube. Uh, I started uh, looking up uh, more of uh, John Maxwell. I really love what John Maxwell has to say, too. Um, uh, there's, I think there's a book, I think I was called exactly, but it's called 360 degrees of leadership, I believe. Uh, yeah, something like that, or 180 degrees of leadership. Mm -hmm. But that, that, that book basically speaks to you, you know, if you're, um, one thing that caught to me that the whole, the whole book speaks about is that if you're the rotten, if you're the rotten, um, apple in the whole, in the whole, in the whole patch, you're going to make all the other ones rotten. Yeah, that's true. You know? That's so true. And it's gonna happen fast, you know. So, if if you have a group and you're um, you're providing negative energy, all the other ones are gonna get negative as well. But if you're providing good energy, all the other ones are gonna get energized as well. You know, it just depends on how they look at things too, and it's your responsibility to kind of uh, know how to know how to uh, teach them those kind of things if, if, if they're willing to learn as well, you know? You can't force anybody. Mm -hmm. That's so true. That's very true. And actually, energy, uh, uh, it all it all actually matters, you know? Like, on what energy you're bringing out there, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I don't know, I don't know, like, you could actually go inside a room and you could actually start, um, if, if you're in a moody mode, you know, everybody's going to feel it, you know? And I don't know what yeah. it is. I don't know how we do it, but we sense it. We definitely sense it. We have this sense that we just know that this person's not good for us, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely, man. The like, red flags. They call them red flags, right? Red flags, yeah. There They're you like, go. Yeah. Man, next, man, next. And actually, I'm thinking right now, next time I want to listen to another audiobook, I'm just going to I'm just gonna call Pablo, you know? <laughs> yeah. We, we do notice all the red flags, but... Yeah, we, 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 stay, we tend to stay comfortable with, within that friendship, relationship, job, you know? And we're like, man, this, this, this relationship isn't progressing. I'm not, I'm not feeling any happier. I'm supposed to feel happy. <laughs> or, or this job isn't giving me more, more income, you know? I'm supposed to get more income after so many years. Right, but we just yeah. decide to stay comfortable because, like, sometimes uh, within that comfort, there's actually fear, you know? So it's like you're having this yeah. job, you have this job and you're like, you're afraid to actually leave this job because like, what if you're not going to find a job that's going to pay you as well? Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, it's a, I'm, I'm not telling everybody, hey, quit your job, right? We're not telling everybody to quit their no, job. No, of course not. Um, <laughs> but um, sometimes, yeah, we are there. I mean, if you're happy at your job, so be, you know, you get a good wage, you sustain your family, you know, it's. It's making you happy because I feel like happiness could also reflect within your your um your your whole posture, your whole uh, face. You know, it, it glows with 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 energy, and it's like, okay, I'm happy, right? Regardless of whether I'm a mailman, whether I'm a, a, I'm a construction worker, you know, you feel, you know that person is happy doing what he's doing because it's it's making his lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You know, and sometimes we're we're um. What are you gonna say? We're unhappy. I mean, I, I'm not gonna say I'm perfect. I feel unhappy. I felt depression in my life, you know. And right now I'm at a state where I feel happy. I feel happy. I feel happy where I'm at, you know. 
uh, maybe in one or two years, I'm going to start feeling, you know, anxious, wanting to get out of what I'm doing or getting to want, want more, more income and stuff like that. But it, 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 I guess it's a part of life. It's survival, right? It's survival. So you want always want more, 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 more. So that way you could have more, you know? So it, it's just survival. You could afford more. You could afford more luxuries. Maybe if, you, if that's what you're looking for. Or in my case, I'm, I'm looking for time, basically. You know, I just want more time. I just want to, I uh, have that residual income come in every month where I can have time for my family. Right. Yeah, that's true. And uh, it's kind of funny that you're uh, mentioning this right now because, like, um, you literally in the uh, you started to manifest a happiness. You got happiness. You got all the things that you actually wanted to to do. Right. In this case, uh, you're actually working on a, on a, in a like yeah, it's a job. Uh, that actually is gonna leave you like residual income but there's been so many opportunities for you that you just don't know what to grasp and like I, I don't know if this happens to you but it's like you just want to put everything like on your plate just everything you know and thus like there's literally not not time you know like you just mentioned so so yeah like maybe maybe sometimes like we, we just gotta focus on on like the most important things you know Cause that's actually happening right. to me right right now you know it's kind of like i have this podcast yeah it's giving me great um you know uh, gr great people are giving me great feedback and who knows i might right. i might make money out of this you know like mm -hmm. my main job that's actually teaching me uh to actually be a body man um and and there's so many side hustles i could do like so many things and i'm just mm -hmm. like um, trying to get money off the off the air, you know. Have you ever seen those competitions? They're like where they put them in the capsule and just trying to catch money, you know, like hey, hey like that. Oh yeah, I think so. Where it's like, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it, it has basically a window all around it, right? And they start blowing money up in your face. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And you're just trying to catch it. You're trying to catch it, but eventually, like out of all that money that just flew, you only catch a few dollars. You know? <laughs> right I, I you know what right now i'm picturing myself in that like yeah. that's true i mean you probably catch maybe they probably have like floating around there maybe a 20 dollar bill and the rest of dollars you know you're like hoping for the best trying to catch a 20 dollar bill man i think we just made like a like um what, what what's it called like uh like like a referral you know like of of what things are right now of what's actually mm -hmm. happening to us there's so many opportunities that we just don't know where to grasp you know and sometimes I feel like we just need to just like sit down and say, okay, um, I need to focus on the most important things that are actually in front of me and be present, you know? That's, I don't know. It's, that's just, that's just an, an advice to myself. Yeah, I, I definitely agree because um, I feel like, I, I feel like it's rare the entrepreneur who makes it on the first try. You know, I, I mean, I haven't heard of or seen one. You know, I haven't seen one anywhere. I don't think I've seen one. But I've seen friends who actually have been entrepreneurs and be successful on their second or third try. Yeah. You know, um, I have a good friend who uh, was in the fitness industry. Mm -hmm. And um, he left. He left from the fitness industry. He, he, was, he was being successful there. He was about to be the president of the, of the, of the whole district. So then he decided to leave. I mean, he never told me why he left, but I was like, man, he, he was making good, good income there, you know, like he was, make, he was making it good for himself. And he went into the um, real estate industry, you know, and he has a great talent to communicate with people. And that's what made him very valuable anywhere he went, regardless of whether it's fitness or, 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 uh, or uh, a, a real estate you know, or he could be selling maybe bubble gum on the corner and he'd make it, you know? So I, I just feel like it's the talent that he had that regardless of whether he tried once, twice, or maybe no times, that's what he had, you know? You just have to try different things to know what is going to stick for you. Right, and it's scary. It's, it's mm -hmm. scary as hell, but you know what? If you never try, you never know. Yeah, yeah. And, and like I said, I, I really congratulate you for taking this in initiative to start your podcast. You know, I mean, I'm totally there, 100% with you. I feel like you have the, the, the personality, the character that, that, that people have, want to hear, 
here on the on the podcast. <laughs> I don't I don't know about that. I just I just like to talk and I don't know. I, I sometimes I actually like to bring out the best out of in in, in people. You know. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that's what we get along, pollo. Come on. Right. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Yeah, like it's like bringing two sponges together and like she's just throwing water in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't yeah. imagine. Damn. Man, Pablo, it's been great talking to you, man. And I in all honesty, yeah, I do miss you too, man. Like I really need uh on a, a a Pablo here in in my life, you know. Everybody needs a Pablo in their life. Uh luckily I met you. You know, it'd be great if you if like, you know, like we could hang out soon. Man, everybody needs a Pablo in their life. Everybody needs a battery charger. Right. Yeah, I hope I could hang out with you soon too. Um, you're actually the, the the second friend I have living in Texas right now. So, oh, really? you know, it's either it's either you invite me or he invites me or somebody's gonna invite me or I'll stay at a hotel over there and I'll go visit both of you. It's gonna happen, man. It's gonna happen. Or I go back to Cali. You know, there's so many places I haven't been uh, in Orange County. Well, you know you could always crash out of my place, so we got room for that, boy. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Man, that'd be cool. Damn, one hour and six minutes. Nice. Damn. And it just yeah. went so fast. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I told, I told, I told my wife, too. I was like, I'm going to wanna be, let me uh, be in the closet for a little bit. You know, I'm going to talk to my friends for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you said that closet, Pablo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because... <laughs> That way she's aware of where I'm at because she's going to be like, where'd you go? I'm going to be, her, my phone's going to be ringing up. I'm in the closet. Oh, <laughs> 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 sorry. A, a, a little, uh, a little ringtone coming out from the closet. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a ringtone. You're going to probably hear me. <laughs> that's funny. Like, hey, what are you doing there? Shit, that's funny. All right, Paolo. Thank you so much, man. Oh, I like your cat, by the way. My my okay. cat. Yeah, no problem. Oyo. Oh, it's yeah, like... yeah. I saw. Is that your cat on the profile picture? Yeah, but it's not my cat. It's actually my brother's cat. Oh, it's a nice cat. I like it. Yeah, she she's got a personality. That's why I put her on the podcast because she's got a personality. Mm, that that's a good picture too. I really love that picture. Yeah. It's like the the cat's just chilling and kind of had his earphones on sideways a little bit and he's like looking over like whatever he's looking and it's like chilling <laughs> yeah and it kind of like that was a great picture because i see uh her name's michi she's like i i just see her just chilling and then all of a sudden just turns around and it's like what's your problem man you know <laughs> <laughs> is that how you come up with the with the podcast name mm, no i don't know how i came up with it i just it just secured me i, I don't know how but it just did at, at first it was gonna be called one Right, mm-hmm. to be one with yourself, but I was like, eh, that's too narrow. That's too, eh, you know, I don't know. And and then all of a sudden, I think I was just thinking that that's a problem. That's a problem coming out, coming up with a name. And I'm like, well, why don't I just name it? What's your problem? And I, we just talk about problems. Everybody's got problems. Right. So. Right. Everybody's got problems. <laughs> Shit. Nice. Well, no, th- thank you so much, Pablo. Like, I really, really do appreciate you coming on this podcast, and uh, I really do miss you, man. I really do miss you a lot. Thank you, Pollo. I miss you, too. Yeah. And um, let's keep in touch all the time, you know? I really like to have your friendship around. Hell yeah, man. Thank thank you so much. Well, uh, have a good night, man. Likewise. Thank you very much. Thanks. See ya. Mm-hmm. See ya. Bye. Bye.